Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 753, recorded live on Saturday, March 4th, 2023. And here are your hosts, the man who's got a lot of hair going on right now, Dave Play. I mean, not very different than normal. And the man who does not have a lot of hair going on right now, Andy Lowe. Hi. Uh, accident with a, a razor? Uh, so, you know, during the pandemic, nobody could get a haircut, right? For a bit. And mm-hmm. so I decided, you know, it was, I, I kind of saw the barbershop closure coming. So I was able to order uh, a hair clippers, wall hair clippers from Amazon. And so, you know, I had started to just, you know, buzz my head with like a, a number two or a number three, just, you know, just clipper it down. That way I didn't have super long hair and it looked okay. And it was really easy because you yeah. just put the guard on and said, like, turn it on and go. Yeah. And then Kate would come in and kind of trim up around my ears and the back of my neck, you know, make make it look presentable. Mm-hmm. So it, it that was my thing to go to. And so, you know, every once in a while it was like, oh, I don't want to have to try and, you know, schedule uh, a haircut appointment because even the, the haircutting places are, you know, everybody's like, we had, we don't have enough seats. So I'm just in there just, you know, try, sometimes trying to just get my haircut. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, this time I'll just grab the the clippers and I'll just do it. It's no problem. So I, you know, I get the the clippers all set up. I sit down in the chair. I turn them on. I get them all adjusted, and I go straight down the middle of my head. And then I look down and go, "Oh shoot! I forgot to put the guard on." No. <laughs> so of course, you know, I just go right down the middle of my head at the shortest setting of no guard. Yep. And I'm like, "Well, shoot." I guess we're just taking it all down. <laughs> so I just <laughs> I just finish it up. I go upstairs to, you know, get Kate to help me, you know, trim up the stuff. She goes, oh, that was shorter than expected. And I'm like, yes, you are correct. <laughs> in, in multiple ways. Yep. Well, crap. Yep. So, yes, my hair is extremely short. It's kind of like- got that half a millimeter short or like five millimeter short or I, I, I don't know whatever the wall trimmer is mm-hmm. the, 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 the trimmer itself has got an adjustable bit on it. So I had it fully out luckily. Um, <laughs> so whatever the fully out zero guard is on a wall hair trimmer, that's how short my hair Probably is. Probably two and a half. It's, it's short. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is short. So the uh, good news is I'm probably not going to need a haircut for a while. <laughs> yeah. See, and here I thought you were talking about what I had going on with my my little clip-ins cuz I'm thinking of getting my uh hair colored. I thought you already did. Oh, oh, that's that's not real hair. That was not real hair. Oh. That was synthetic hair. Gotcha. gotcha that's why gotcha, I was asking gotcha. what people thought. Okay. I thought and you like, had no I... one responded. <laughs> I thought it was the classic, hey, what do you guys think after you had already done it? And so no. it kind of doesn't matter what we think because you had already done it. No. I suppose I can see why you might take it that way, though. Because that's that's always the thing on Facebook. It's like, hey, what do you guys think of this? And it's like, well, you already did it, so it doesn't really matter what my Yeah, no, this is. one is, is not actually complete. They are just clips. Okay. So, Andy, what do you think? Hey, I love people with colored hair. Okay. <laughs> I I have a couple of times during the swim club did the whole bleach blonde thing. Mhm. Oh my god, I remember that. Mhm. That was that's a long time ago. Yep. Hey man. 20 years, couple of months. Yep. Are you going? Nope. <laughs> I got a a like reminder email about it like hey you know if you haven't bought tickets yet now's the time to do so and i'm like really yeah no i'm good put the list of people who bought a ticket publicly available and i'll think about it 
because I've I've looked at the menu. You know, I it, I, it, I we were a Traverse Point member growing up, so mm-hmm. I know I know the menu, I know the venue, and I'm just like not not worth it, especially since most likely we would have to get a hotel over there as well, mm-hmm. and somebody to watch the kids. So it's just like no, this is this was not planned out all that great. <laughs> So I'm, you know, I've I've learned that a lot of the times, money is the one language that really gets spoken. Yeah. So, in other news, though, I've got a the the newest limited edition Coca Cola here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is this the the move? Yes, this is Move by Rosalia, who I've never Coca Cola Move, yes. where like the Coca Cola logo like disappears. Yes, this was based off of, according to them, the sketches that she was doing while I think you know taste testing this. I guess I don't know. So I got the <clears throat> I got the tiny cans because, as somebody had pointed out, with the Pepsi Peep combo it's a small can so if you don't like it it's going to be over quick mm-hmm. whoa that it's like a it's almost like a cotton candy smell Ugh. it's like cotton candy and coconut uh-oh yeah no i'm smelling some coconut in there oh don't do it andy don't do it it's got a slight coconut flavor nope that one is done moving to baja blast <laughs> Hopefully it's just flavor. Well, I can, I can, I can eat it. Mm-hmm. It's just if it's you know, if it's the if it's <laughs> if it is the flavor, then that's just ugh. It's like the people like what is it? Is it cilantro that some people just can't stand the taste of? Some people cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah, so it's like that, but it's coconut. So it's it's not like I can't eat it. It it just why would I do so? Yeah, no, that's that's enough for that one. Moving over to Baja Blast. Okay. Did you see? Did you the, the, the two Baja Blast flavors that are coming out this summer? I did, Andy. Why would I pay attention to the Baja Blast flavors coming out this summer? Uh, I have you for that. I know because I am. I guess the somehow in the loop on these things now. But it's going to be passion fruit. And guava? Ugh. I do believe guava. Hold on, let me pull up the picture I had taken. Man, do I take up a lot of pictures of my kids? <laughs> I I can sympathize. I yeah. take a lot of pictures of Lazarus. Yep, guava and passion fruit. Wow. Well, it's also it's also Isaac has started taking swim lessons. Oh nice. So I've been, you know, taking pictures of him doing his swim lesson stuff because, you know, it's probably something to look back on and be like, hey, do you remember when you couldn't do this or, you you know, you were barely doing this? That was a video. I forgot that I took that video. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that was either a video of like a pool at a rec center or of a like futuristic door in a sci-fi like starship. Yeah. No, I was trying to. I was trying out the slow mo version of the phone. The slow mo version of your phone. Yeah the the slow mo option on the phone. Yeah, where it goes. No, I, I understand, Andy. Okay, well then, I don't know what else to, to to like banter about with that. Where are we? What are we? What are we referring talking to? Uh, I don't know. This is the random access podcast, so it's whatever is. Brought to you by RAPodcast.net. And .com still checking? I have no idea. Survey says... I believe that one's on you. Yes, that one still works. It still redirects. Go me. Go you. I've remembered to renew the redirect. Uh, The website is actually one of my potential projects for my upcoming... Craftcation. Your what? So I have my sabbatical that I need to take. Yes. I don't travel well. No. I don't like going places. No, I I have traveled with Dave. I can agree to this. Um, but 
I have a sabbatical. Like, I should do something for the sabbatical other than just sit at home and play video games for two weeks. So we're looking at getting a hotel room somewhere where we can take Lazarus and where we can, like, hang out and do crafts. And craft is a very generic, general thing. So my craft may be programming the website. Oh. Okay. Ooh. I have to do have to check one thing on that. <laughs> so that may happen in Marquette. Like the UP Marquette? Yep. Is this we're, gonna be we're in still the trying to figure out where? Is this gonna be in the summer? Uh it's gonna be in three weeks. Oh, that's a interesting time to be up in Marquette. Yep. Alternative sites include Benton Harbor. There's not a lot going on in Benton Harbor right now. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're right in front of the uh, the tourist season. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great time to do it. That is also about an hour's drive from Kalamazoo. That is something we have been considering. <laughs> God, I'm trying to think. Of the, when was the last time I was in Benton Harbor? Probably the last time you went to Chicago. Uh, oh, no, the Census Bureau. Mm. The Census Bureau stuff, because we were covering that county. And so there was a lot of times I had to meet people at the Michigan Works Office in Benton Harbor for uh, paperwork and orientation stuff. That was the last time I was in Benton Harbor. Back in 2010. That was a while ago. Yep, just that, that, was, a, that was a bit ago, Yep. So I can try and segue this into topics. Sure. Because. Yeah, let's let's move over to topics. Because in a few weeks, in June, there's going to be E3. I would point out that June is more than a few weeks away. A number of weeks away? It is a quarter year away. It is a number of weeks away. I did not say what number that was. So is the heat death of the universe. <laughs> So we're getting a new transmitter, right? Um, that we, <laughs> okay, sure. That we, that we had E3 ordered. back to transmitters. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This was just based off of the um, what you had stated there. Um, because the, that where that came from was the fact that um, we ordered it in October. or Yeah, I think we ordered it in October. But of course, you know, supply chain delays. So they were, you know, oh, it's going to be, you know, end of the year. And then they're like, oh, it's going to be end of February. And now they came to me and they're like, oh, it's probably going to be mid-April before it shows up. And so every time somebody asks me about it, I'm like, oh, it's just a number of weeks away. And they're like, well, what number is that? And I'm like, I have no freaking idea. But it the is the same number as it was last week. <laughs> it is a number of weeks away. It's it's the whole, like, fusion is 30 years away mm -hmm. from whatever moment the question is asked. Yeah. So, yeah, so everybody keeps asking me. It's like, oh, is it going to be set? I'm like, yep, because it's just a number of weeks away. Don't worry. So, anyway, yes, E3 is happening, but it is not happening with Nintendo. I mean, that's not, like, anything new new, right? Has Nintendo been the last couple E3s? Um, well, I thought this they've is the, been doing their own thing. Well, the, the, the show hadn't been in person since 2019. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time it's going to be back in person, but, um, yeah, it's going to be that no, no, no Sony, no Nintendo, Microsoft's going to have a physical presence, but nobody knows how much of physical presence is going to be there. So this, um, yeah. Interesting. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be definitely interesting. It's going to be like the first in-person show, like I said, since 2019, but it's, I don't. But like one of the big three players won't be there. Nintendo and Sony won't be there either. Two I of the believe. three big yeah, players. Yeah, two of the three big players. Microsoft said they're going to do something, but they haven't so really. So it's, it's Microsoft's show. Pretty much. Microsoft. I mean, it feels like it's pretty safe that they aren't going to announce anything then. No, probably not. Right? Like, if they had a new console, they'd probably go to E3 and announce it. Or do you think they just... Did, we've asked this before. Is E3 still relevant? 
I honestly, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think people have finally realized, because Nintendo does this all this time with their, their own Nintendo specific little like announcement shows, right? What right. Because they? like, they're doing their own like Nintendo Direct. Yes. So Nintendo was doing their thing. EA started doing their own basically counter program for E3. You know, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I think the companies have finally realized that they can actually do their own thing and still get the press for it. You know, it's, it's not like the, the, it was like, you know, Christmas in July with all the, the new announcements and the new games and all the new, new stuff was great to look at, but I feel like, you know, it's just having your own thing now is the way to go. So when does Microsoft start doing their own thing? I'm not sure. Well, we'll find out what happens after this Microsoft Activision deal, because, you know, Blizzard's already doing their own thing, so. Right. Because Blizzard has BlizzCon. Yep. Is this Microsoft Activision deal actually going through? Well, last week they did a closed-door presentation to the European Union, which was um, closed-door, so we didn't hear anything about it. But Mm -hmm. after that closed-door meeting with the EU, they did a press conference about, you know, the the state of the industry and why they feel like this merger needs to happen. And then at the same time um, that this press conference was going on, there was also a, a press release from the CWA asking the EU to approve the merger CWA being the Communication Workers of America, the uh, union that basically um, are trying to... Software Developers Union. Yeah. Why are they trying to get this approved? Uh, Since 2021, CWA has been supporting workers at Activision Blizzard to organize a union. They have faced management, uh, management roadblocks at every turn. Yeah. So I think they're trying to say that, you know, hey, Microsoft has already entered a labor neutrality agreement with the CWA. So they're like, if they approve this merger, then maybe, you know, maybe we can actually get a foothold in Activision Blizzard. But yeah, Microsoft's yeah. binding commitments will give employees a seat at the table and ensure that the acquisition of Activision Blizzard's benefits the company's workers and the broader video game labor market. They realize that, like, mergers are just generally worse for employees, right? Yes, that so okay, so, so weird. Yeah, I know. So Microsoft is doing their press conference. The CWA comes out with this press release. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft and Nintendo sign a 10-year Call of Duty deal. Because one of the concerns is that Microsoft will say, like, our games can only go out on Xbox and not on other platforms. Yes. They came out... Microsoft president on Twitter stated Uh that Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. Okay, A, do they have, like, yeah, so they offered a deal to Sony, the similar deal, but they said it was inadequate on many levels. Like, mm, mm, what's the penalty? It's a binding contract. Cool. But what's the penalty? I don't know. It has this, I don't think this is gone. They, they've just stated that they've signed an agreement. We don't have any details on it. Oh, we never will. This is yeah. not something that would ever be public. They aren't going to say like, oh, yeah, no, we agreed to do X, Y, Z. No, that's, that's not going to happen. Unless it's, you know, an agreement with the FTC or the european union where the one side is a government and therefore must right then you could have foia yeah but like this is with a private company yeah this is not gonna happen no Uh, i'd love to know what the penalties are i'd love to know the details because like 10 years from now the switch is not going to be nintendo's key platform yeah, somebody, somebody was it? I'm not sure who said that, but they said that Nintendo should just bring back the Virtual Boy then and force Microsoft, force Microsoft to release Call of Duty on the Virtual Boy. Uh, <laughs> that's 
Excuse me. That's hilarious. I love that. So, okay. So Microsoft press conference, CWA public statement, Mm -hmm. announcement that they made a deal with Nintendo, also followed by the fact that they, um, uh, Sony, Sony says they're still opposed to this, but, um, Microsoft came out and said they have a deal with Nvidia which will see Xbox games released on NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud service. For as long as that exists. Yep. Because we, we all know how cloud gaming services have been going lately. <laughs> How's your Stadia, Andy? Oh, I need, to, I need to get it hooked up so I can get it off of, so I can get the Bluetooth connection working. Because ter- there's, there's a thing online... So you can take it off of the Wi-Fi connection and switch it over to Bluetooth, but you have to do it by the end of the year. Well, you got nine months to go. Yep. Or, I in Andy terms, a, a couple number of weeks. Of weeks. <laughs> so yeah, so this, I feel like Microsoft had basically lined this all up. It's be like, okay, yes, we're going to meet with the European Union folks, but by the way, hey, look, X, Y, and Z also happened. We're not trying to be monopolistic at all. Look at all this. We've signed deals with Nintendo. We've signed deals with NVIDIA. All this, which means a workers union wants us to merge. We are probably looking at a red herring and that there's something else going on behind the scenes. I think Microsoft is just trying to lay it on thick. They're just trying to lay it on thick. And according to Reuters, they state that... Uh, sources within the European Commission are saying that this is basically Almost going certainly. to be approved. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> is it that they, they can't find a good enough reason to not approve it? Pretty much. That's what I'm guessing. The European Commission is scheduled to decide on the deal by April 25th. So we're going to find out in a number of weeks. <laughs> well, I think we have a title. <laughs> That's true. There we go. Let me write that down. So I don't forget it, but I don't feel like I'm going to. Mm-hmm. If you do forget it, you'll probably remember it in a number of weeks. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so that was all last week, and the report came out this week that they think it's going to be approved. So... The EU's, and then, uh, let's see, the UK's got, an. Uh, I think they filed opposition against it, and then also the FTC has filed their opposition f- against it, but the EU was going to be the, I think, the I mean, hardest one. if the FTC to- actually gets their shit together and says, oh, you know what, maybe not, then, like, that's, that is a stop to it. Yep. But they have to get their shit together and say, you know, maybe not. And I'm not sure that the FTC is going to do that. No. I'm not sure the FTC has the, like, the will to do that. Uh, oh, speaking of the press briefing. Sure. Uh, at one point, they had um, shown a market share of the console sector in Europe. And this was, they were saying, like, look, we're not monopolistic. Look at the market share that we have in Europe right now, where they said they have just 20% of the market share in Europe. And they I said, mean, hey... Traditionally, so- the PlayStation has been stronger in Europe. Yes. They said the PlayStation holds 80% of the market in Europe. Really? Yes. And they hold 20%. Yes. There's um, there's a just, company missing. Yeah, just like E3, there's going to be a company missing. <laughs> what? What is there? What? I mean, A, you're assuming that it's an either-or, right? That people either have the PlayStation or the Xbox. There there really should be more than 100%. Unless you're looking at, not at, at homes, but you're looking at, like, just amount of money, which I presume is what they're doing, right? So they're, well, they're they- making the claim that of all the money spent on video games in Europe, they have 20% versus PlayStation's 80%. What about computers? Well, they were they were talking specifically of the console market. So, according to Microsoft, they were saying that Nintendo is not in that market with Xbox and PlayStation because 
Nintendo operates in a, was a sufficiently different market, targeting families, children's, and more casual gamers. Rather than, I guess, the hardcore gamers of either Xbox or PlayStation. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, there were a lot of people who didn't know how to feel about that. When that slide came up, a lot of people were like, wait a second. That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Why are they looking at it this way? And they said, oh, the Nintendo's in a completely different corner of the market. They wouldn't, wait, wouldn't, wouldn't their market share go down? If Nintendo was put into place? Yes, yes, it would. Yeah. So why wouldn't they want that in there? I mean, I guess Sony's would go down as well, and Sony's would probably go down more, and so they would not be a quarter of the size of the larger one. Yep. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Yep. That's just, like, fucking Cherry-picking the numbers. Cherry-picking the numbers. Cherry-picking is... I mean, granted, we've made that comment on this show before. That, like, Nintendo is playing a different game. Yes, that that was the Wii. The Wii was something completely different, and now time for something completely different. Right. And it literally just blew up the market. It it shifted and shaped the market for six years. But I don't know if that's enough to leave it out of of this comparison. Which I find it kind of funny, though, because they're like, hey, you know, Nintendo's not in our market. But then they're also, at the same time, writing a, inking a contract with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty over there and trying to point... Right. Right. It's just like, well, wait a second. Are you, you, you're talking out of two sides of your mouth right now. I hadn't even thought about that. Like, that's a that's a fair point, right? <laughs> they're saying, oh, we're not competing with Nintendo, but then they're also signing contracts to put their stuff on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we'll find out in April. But, we'll find out the Europeans on yeah. April. Which will probably set up the UK and the US. Yeah. Uh, speaking of because it's been a year since they announced. Mhm. Sorry, speaking of um speaking of surprising outcomes, Tesla had their investor day, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. It was a 3-hour long live stream of basically master plan part 3. Okay. Lots of big ideas and far future plans. Yeah. Right. Three, three hours. Being a general con artist? Well, actually, somebody might have been smart because, okay, so Elon Musk, yes, he did show up, but then mm-hmm. they trotted out 17 other people who are the presidents of divisions and that sort of stuff. They're managers of all the different projects. They, they brought out 17 <laughs> other people to do the rest of the talking. Be like, look, Elon Musk is like the owner, but he's not the one making day-to-day decisions. Yes, I feel like somebody was like, okay, we need to, yes, we'll bring out Musk because we have to, but look at all these other people who are doing things. Yeah, doesn't that people. feel a lot like the one New York Times uh, editorial about like from Trump's presidency saying there are other adults in the room? Yeah. <sighs> Granted, some of those people were not adults in the room. No. I wonder if we'll ever find out who actually penned that. I don't know. But um, so uh, the three-hour live stream, Wall Street didn't really like what they saw because Tesla's stock dropped 6% in after-hours trading after this three-hour live stream. I mean, that's just a day of Tesla. (laughs) That's... Seriously, like the stock is so ridiculously volatile because it's all people speculating. Yep. I say this as an owner of Tesla stock. Like, full disclosure, I own Tesla stock. It has been a wild and wacky ride. High of 300 over the last six months, low of 100, and now we're back up to 200. So it's like, okay, that's that's a lot of swings. (laughs) Andy, a year ago, it was 380. Jeez, peaked at 407? Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was before the stock split. Yep. It's 
So that wasn't 407. That was like 1600. So, yeah, so there was a lot of, you know, big ideas on how the earth could literally, you know, cut carbon emissions and that sort of stuff. There are lots of big ideas, lots of, you know, far reaching plans. And everybody's like, well, what about the new car? Nothing on that. <laughs> oh, what no. about, what about the, uh, what about the, the cyber truck? The cyber truck? Nothing on that. What about the semi truck? Nothing on that. It was it was lots of big ideas and nothing. What about your actual your core business practices? Yeah. Oh well, we'll get around to those. Don't worry, those exist. God damn it, Tesla! The surprising thing though was the fact that they are now going to start refining their own lithium. <laughs> They're going to be building their own lithium refinery in Corpus Christi, Texas. That's huh. yeah. Wonder how dangerous that is. I don't know. Also, aren't we about to move off of lithium for the batteries? Yeah. Haven't you heard about this? No, I know the new sodium ion batteries. Sodium ion batteries? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. Sodium ion battery. Well, that could be different. Right. <laughs> Given, like, lithium is is not, metallic lithium is not a common material. Nope, there's, there's only a couple of places. This is why it's becoming, like, very important to have lithium, and why Tesla is apparently building a lithium refinery. Although, really, like, getting the raw lithium versus refined lithium, I feel like shouldn't be that different. So I don't know how much money they're saving by doing their own refining. Unless they think they can refine it cheaper than someone else can. Uh, but sodium is significantly more abundant. Mm-hmm. And so making a sodium ion battery is uh, an interesting proposition. But the technology is still very early. Um, it's still like they're, they're still testing it. Well, that should be interesting. Yep. Ooh, especially here's the secondary thing. Lithium ion batteries require copper. A sodium ion battery uses aluminum. Oh, well, aluminum is super easy to recycle. And significantly cheaper than copper. Yes. Despite being way harder to make. Holy crap. Yeah, no, I I worked in HR in the aluminum extrusion plant and there was a uh, extrusion and some um presses and some other stuff there. There was a lot going on in that building. Um yeah, no. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it was fascinating to watch. Did I would I want to work on the floor in that place? No. But it was nope. fascinating to watch. But like purifying copper is just like you you heat the copper. Purifying aluminum from raw material, like aluminum doesn't actually appear natively as a as a metallic vein, right? There there isn't such a thing as an aluminum mine. Yeah, no, it's uh Yeah. But no, being able to recycle aluminum too is Aluminum is like one of the very few materials that actually makes sense to recycle. Yep. I'd, I'd assume copper is too. I, I forgot exactly what was – there was there was a caveat with the copper, and I was talking to the guys at Shoepan about that, and I forgot what he had told me. He was telling me something about it, and I can't remember what it was. I, I feel like copper, gold, silver would actually be pretty easy to zinc – like the common metals, that it would be worth recycling those. Well, let me talk to my. Let me talk. To, I've got. A, I'm almost done filling up our next tote, which is basically the size of a pallet uh, mm -hmm. full of scrap metal and electronics. And so I got to kind of. I got to get a hold of my guy anyway. So I might just, you know, just be like all like electronics. Sorry, you you broke up there. What did you say? Just that you have to get all of your electronics. Oh, man. So much old equipment. 
I was actually trying to read through the FCC manual because like I said, I'm getting a new transmitter in there. So I'm like, okay, let's clear out the building. And I'm like, okay, what do I legally, am I required to have out of the transmitter sites now? And it was very confusing because some of the rules state, you know, one thing, but then also other rules state other things. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll shoot it out to the the masses and see what they say, which it turns out there's not actually a lot you need to monitor anymore. Um, so I was getting rid of all that old equipment, but oh man, so much old equipment, just racks and racks and racks. Mm-hmm. Transmitters that were literally the size of refrigerators are now the size of, a, I'd say, an overly large microwave. No, no, it actually, you know what? I think it actually would be the size of my microwave right now. Going from a refrigerator down to a microwave. Just crazy. Uh, let's see what other, what other fun bits are on here. Um, rocket news is always fun. Yay, rockets. So remember how there was that company that was trying to catch the rocket with a helicopter? <laughs> yes. And they actually were able to catch it, but then they couldn't mm-hmm. hold on to it. Yeah. Um, well, they tried again recently. Um, and uh, let's see, it was uh, last November. They were trying to catch it again, but they called off the helicopter catch because they lost the telemetry from the booster. So they're like, well, shoot, where'd, where'd the booster go? <laughs> but then uh, it came back on, but it was too late for the helicopter to catch it. So the company instead allowed the stage to just splash down in the ocean where they had the boat there that was, you know, for the helicopter. Mm-hmm. The boat just came and scooped it up and returned it back to, you know, the company. And they, they said, it turns out uh, this be quite a happy turn of events because the rockets are way easier. The, the, yeah, the the rocket survived an ocean recovery in remarkably good condition, and in a lot of cases, its components actually passed requalification for flight. <laughs> so they said, pending this outcome of testing and analysis of the stage, the mission may move us towards sticking with marine recovery altogether and introducing significant savings into the whole operation. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. We're gonna try and catch. We're gonna try and catch the falling rocket with a helicopter, or we could just let it fall into the or ocean. Just let we'll it fall, and then just like go catch it with a boat. Not even catch it. Just go scoop it up. Scoop it up with a boat. Oh, hey, look! This thing survived landing in the ocean. Amazing. <clears throat> Yeah, so it was. This was like, oh, really? You mean it? Trying to catch a rocket with a helicopter was not the best idea. Wow. I mean, it was a fun idea. Yeah, no, it was fun to watch and fun to see them try to do it. But yeah, it was just engineers with too much coke. It's like the um, when yeah, SpaceX was trying to catch the fairings in the boats, right? Yeah, it was fun to watch these like boats with the really big nets and they're trying to you know catch them in the nets and then they're just like well wait a second we could just scoop these things out of the water oh we can do that all right no need for these crazy boats anymore we'll just uh scoop them out of the water no surprise uh there is now a version two of these starlink satellites are these the ones that'll work with t-mobile um, well, these are supposedly, well, the ones right now are actually the V, the V2 minis, mm-hmm. which mind you, they're not actually smaller. Um, these are actually bigger in size than the version ones, but they pack smaller. Uh, no, because, um, Starlink was able to deploy about 60 satellites of version one in a mm-hmm. Falcon nine. They can only fit 21 of these second gen satellites in a Falcon nine. So, so they mini launches because they're launching smaller ones, like smaller numbers. Well, they're, I guess these are smaller versions of the version two, mm-hmm. but the actual version two needs Starship to launch. Mm. Uh, the larger V2 satellites that can't launch until Starship will be able to send the signals directly to cell phones. Speaking of Starship, where, where last I heard was they like by the end of the month. Well, it's the next month. Um, they, there was a notum down in Texas. What, 
Starship Nodum. Let's see. Boca Chica temporary flight restrictions. When was the next one? Um, nope, they have not scheduled any current TFRs. All right. Because February 9th was the static fire. Yes. That was a month ago. That was a number of weeks ago. <laughs> God, I swear I saw something about down in Boca Chica, but I forgot what it was. Uh, Looks like... They still have not received the license to launch from the FAA yet. So... We basically are waiting on the FAA to give approval. Okay. So last month they said sometime in March. Okay, so Gary Henry, Senior Advisor for National Security Space Solutions, said at a panel on February 21st that Starship is in good shape following the static fire. That was really the last box to check. Vehicle's in good shape. Pat is in good shape. So he was the one predicted um, March. But like I said. Waiting on the FAA. Yeah. AA. You got to wait on the FAA. So until that happens, you're still on the ground. Okay. Oh, speaking of space, though, down in Texas, Texas is now planning on making a Texas Space Commission as part of their state's budget. And what would be handled under the state budget of the Texas Space Commission? Well, the state legislature is going to provide $350 million to create and fund the Tate Texas Space Commission for the next two years. Let's see. Da, 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 da. The in- initiative is being led by the chair of the House Appropriations Committee, Greg Bowen, whose district is adjacent to Johnson Space Center. The office did not specify what the Texas Space Commission will address, including how the money would be spent. Oh, lovely. <laughs> we would like several billion dollars for space. What, what are you going to do with it? Space. <laughs> space No, stuff. but like, are you, are you promoting other companies? Are you investing? Are you building your own space infrastructure? We would like several billion dollars for space. No, no, no. Millions. 350 million. Okay. Still, per year. For two years. For two years. Okay. Okay, so the framework for the proposed space commission appears to have been prepared by a Houston-based workforce development organization called TechSpace, which published an annual report in December. According to this document, the commission would focus on policy and arranging statewide strategy by monitoring local, state, and federal policies and opportunities and establishing an economic ecosystem for Texas space enterprises. 15-member panel, including uh, political and appointees from SpaceX and Blue Origin, Because, you know, when you think of space stuff, you think of Florida, right? But still, Johnson Space Center is in Houston. Yeah, but you don't want to launch ships from Texas. No, because you'll be launching them over over Florida. Florida. (laughs) That's why we chose Florida. Yeah. Boca Chica is kind of the exception to that. Because it is literally... How it's far the southernmost point, right? Yeah, I think I think you cannot go farther south in Boca. Like Chica. we've 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 looked at this multiple times before, where Boca Chica is just like just uh no maybe not. I think Florida goes further south. Curved maps, <laughs> friggin' globes. It uh it it uh, does go a little bit farther south. Okay. But Boca Chica, you probably could, you, if you're threading the needle, you can actually kind of s- split Florida and Cuba. Yeah, but then, like, there's still a lot of people who live out that way, Andy. Yes, that's true. You can't thread the needle between Florida, Cuba, and Haiti, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Antigua, Barbuda. Like, you're flying over someone somewhere. 
Whereas okay. if you take off from the east coast of Florida, you got nothing. I mean, you got Bermuda way the hell out there. Yeah, but Bermuda is up by like South Carolina. My that's my point. Like oh, there's yeah, yeah. nothing of <laughs> any size if you go east of Florida as long as you start north of like Orlando. Which or even well, at Cape Orlando. Canaveral is at Orlando. Yeah. Hello, globe. I'm having fun with the globe. Uh the Olympics and video games? Yes. So the IOC has announced there is going to be an Olympic esports series in 2023. Okay, hang on. Let's be. We, we want to make things clear. That does not mean there will be esport Olympic events. Nope. It is just. It's the Olympics are sponsoring the esports. Yes. They are allowing the esport event to use the Olympic logo. Yes. But it's not actually part of the Olympics. No. Although you can go to olympics.com to sign up for it. And that is the where you would go to watch the streamed finale. <sighs> I mean, it's a step. Mm-hmm. It's a step in the right direction. It is interesting that they are only doing Olympic events, and it's the video game version of those Olympic events. It's for chess. They they apparently added chess. Well, I thought chess used to be an Olympic sport. Possibly. I swear I remember hearing something. When did chess stop becoming uh okay, it was it was originally supposed to be included in the Paris nineteen twenty four games, but it was eventually excluded. It was difficult to distinguish amateur from professional players. Well, that's true because because in the Olympics you have to be, to be. well amateur. You, you used to have to be an amateur, right? Hello, dream team. So I guess yeah, and in the very beginning they were thinking of it as an Olympic sport, but never really. Yeah, yeah. I I am thoroughly amused that the game representing motorsport is Gran Turismo. I will point out it's also the only game on here. Nope, I also know Just Dance. Just Dance and Gran Turismo are the only games on here that I recognize. Oh, man, but the, the Zwift, though. You recognize Zwift? Yes, because that was during the pandemic. There were a lot of the cycling guys who were still trying to compete, and they were trying to figure out the IC... UCF? No, the UCI, sorry. UCI was trying to figure out what to do about cycling competitions. And they had saw, I think it was iRacer. Mm -hmm. They saw the iRacer happening and they're like, we need to do this, but for cycling. Well, what can we do? <laughs> well, everybody, you know, they get, you get the little thing to hook onto your bicycle so it can, you know, most of the track guys your, had this, yeah, track your speed yeah. and everything. And then they just mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll just make a competition out of this. So they had people virtually, you know, competing on that. And then I think they could have it where it would actually increase the resistance to try and act like you're, you know, climbing up a hill. So it would, it would, you know, push against the tire more and, you know, so you'd have to pedal harder. Mm -hmm. So yes, no, I remember, I remember seeing that. So yes, that that's I recognize that one. I recognize Just Dance. I recognize Gran Turismo. Beyond that, I still don't know how you do virtual Taekwondo. Is is that is that the I fighting do not game? Know. Is that I the do fighting not game? Know. It's like, are there going to be people with like a joystick and six buttons? Google search virtual Taekwondo. Image search virtual Taekwondo. There. Wait, there's no way that there's actually, like, cameras watching these people, right? Am I reading this correctly? I don't know. Virtual Taekwondo game? Yeah, okay, I, I haven't found anything. Have you found anything about Virtual Taekwondo? I found a lot about Virtual Taekwondo. Uh, it is indeed. It's, it's a bunch of sensors. It's like a fighting game, but it's a bunch of sensors that are, like, strapped to the players. Oh boy. And so you're 
fighting each other. Your avatar is, is mimicking your movements, but you aren't physically touching. Okay. So Taekwondo, but like tiring because you're actually doing it. Not just pressing buttons and like doing combos. But there's there's legit video game elements into it, right? There's like stuns and power and power ups. And I'm like, I'm so thoroughly confused. I don't know. I guess we can, we'll uh, figure it out. Tic Tac Bow, an yep. unknown mobile app, just became an Olympic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tic Tac Bow. Yep. Well, we'll see. Like I said, it's uh, if you really want to, t- June 22nd through the 25th, the finals will be streamed on Olympics.com and yeah. the Olympic social channels. So we'll see. All right. Should we hit the uh, randoms? Probably. Okay. Uh, it is my random review. And like I said, during the last random review, I'm going to review this one. This is Risk Jr. Mm. So... At one point, you had talked about, you know, during uh, Clue Jr., how you had to kind of learn how to throw the die. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it's risk, right? So it's all about the die rolls, right? The highest yeah. die roll wins. Yeah. Well, this one, um, in order to make the die roll more exciting, each player, and there's four players in this, gets a pirate ship. What? Yep. <laughs> okay. There are 12 islands on the map, and you basically sort of start out like Catan, where you each get to pick an island, mm-hmm. and there are treasure chests on these islands, mm-hmm. and so everybody gets to move one island at the start, and, you know, whosoever island that is, is defending, and you're attacking, and there are two die, there's an attack die and a defend die, just regular six-sided die, so it doesn't matter. Um, but you actually put your die in your pirate ship and it's got a little catapult in the ship. <laughs> so you fling your die. You fling your die and mm-hmm. just like risk, highest roll wins. And whoever mm-hmm. wins gets the, the island, the treasure chest on the island. Okay. And if you, you know, if you take over the island, you each get little like little player tokens and you put mm-hmm. your token on the island and then once all 12 treasure chests have been captured, either by being successfully defended or, you know, taken, um, these treasure chests have either one, two, or three coins in them. You count up the number of coins, and whoever has the most coins wins. So, so this has nothing to do with risk other than it's like the die roll. Yeah. There, there are no continents, no countries. You're just all pirates. Yeah trying to take over these islands. The kicker, though, is there are 12 islands, right? So I okay. was I was playing this. It was me versus Isaac. Well, it was me, Kate, and Isaac at one point, but Kate got knocked out. Okay. So it was just me and Isaac, and Isaac wanted to play until somebody took over the entire map. Yeah. The problem is there are 12 islands. Each player only has eight tokens, so you can't take over all You literally cannot take over the entire map because you only have eight tokens. Yep. In my head, I'm thinking, how it's, these are cardboard tokens. How, how hard would it have been to just put four, four more Four more. Four more for each. That's four players. Four, that's 16 more tokens. That's it. You couldn't just have put 16 more tokens in the thing. So we could actually do a winner takes all must, you know, you must take over all the islands. You can't, you can't play that way. You have to play by their rules because you don't have enough parts. So I'm, I'm looking at actually getting my own, you know, copier and some cardboard stuff there and actually, you know, making four more tokens for everybody. (laughs) Just so we can. You you could just put in like four pennies, four dimes, four nickels, and four quarters. Yes, but then we'll have to remember who's what coin. You'll have the coins in front of you. Yes, but I feel like just being able to just get these same tokens so they're same across the board. Sure, okay, sure. 
Or I could just get 12 tokens of some kind. Yes, I know. I could just use coins. I understand. Coins Um, is going to be the cheapest one, man. I'm to like... Yeah. You're you're looking at a buck 64. So the other... (laughs) So yes, there's the token issue. The other fact is is we have this board on the coffee table here Mm -hmm. and it's in the center of the coffee table and it's not actually that big of a board. So normally when we have to fling our die with our pirate ship, we literally have to like take it off the board so we can reach it and flick the thing. Yeah. Because if you try and flick it just one handed, these things are just made out of plastic. Normally when I try to flick it one handed without holding it with my other hand, the pirate ship just goes. Well, I mean, there's, there's a certain like Newton's third law interaction going on there. Yes. Yes. So there's a lot of you know, when it was just Isaac and I, we each, because there are four pirate ships, because there's supposed to be four people, we each had, like, our game token pirate ship, and then we had the other spare pirate ship just to as actually... The, f- as the dice flinger? Yes. So it was it was a neat idea. We've played it a couple of times, but there is definite room for improvement in its game design. But yes, no, it, it started getting him in the idea of, okay, you know, high roll wins. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a lot more to risk outside of just... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a... Uh, yep. And like I said, it you I can't, I can't throw the die because it's literally, I'm launching it out of a pirate ship. Well, okay, so I wonder, I, I do wonder how fair the pirate ship rolls... And you might want to take a pirate ship with you to work one day and just sit there and, like, make sure the die is situated the same way in the pirate ship every time and just see how even it comes out. <laughs> it, it's a worthwhile experiment. Fling the die 150 times and see what it looks like. If it's relatively even, then yeah, there's nothing you can do. All right, side note, I'm looking at the reviews on Amazon. Yeah. And somebody pointed out that the compass in the corner is backwards. That oh, can't be right. Oh, switched? Yes. I'll yep. have to go see if mine is. That happens. If that's the case, oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like it wouldn't be the first game to have that issue. But yes, no, this is, it, it, it was a, like I said, we've played it a couple of times, and it's it's all, this is pure random from top to bottom, because you have no idea if you have one, two, or three, you know, coins in your pirate chest. Mm-hmm. So is it supposed to be just whoever gets the most coins wins? Yes. But Isaac wanted to play territory control. Yes, like he had seen on his Battle Royale videos. He wanted one winner to rule them all. Ah. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you need to play actual risk. Yep. That's, uh, I, I could probably actually, yeah, take the actual risk game. I think we've got that down. I think we had gotten at Target. They had a mm-hmm. whole bunch of these classic board games in these nice wooden looking boxes that are supposed to look like books. Mm-hmm. Which was fine, except, of course, halfway through the production run, they changed the design of the wooden boxes. (laughs) Uh, Because why not? It's just like my freaking Stargate DVDs all over again. mm -hmm. Where, like, like they moved the number from the bottom to the top? Oh, no, they they went from the thicker cases on the Stargate ones to the thinner ones. Mm Mm-hmm. After about five seasons. Yeah. So it's like, okay, these nice, all these things are looking the same. All the discs have a nice outline. You know, if you put all five of them in there, they have a nice outline of the Stargate and all this, they looked good. Then all of a sudden it's just like season six. It's like, and everything just got so to finish Stargate. I need to finish Stargate universe. I was told not to watch Stargate universe. (laughs) I had started it and I'm like, let me just try and finish this thing. And then I also need to watch the web series about the 1940s one at some point. But I still need to finish Picard. I need to start Picard. It's 
It's it's it's definitely not TNG. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. So it's like TNG grew up a little bit, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But yes, no, this one, Risk Jr., as long as you play by their rules, it's fun. If you try and go outside their game, um, you got problems. So we'll uh we'll we'll see when the next time is we play this one. Okay. So that was my random review. So random topic. Mm-hmm. Rolled ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Help me find the RA podcast TikTok. I want to see the post where Andy puts Verner's in Dave's car radiator. Okay, two things. One, that's not a thing that happened. It's not a thing that's going to happen. I don't know where it came from of like Verner's. There was also the like tying someone to the chair and like pouring Verner's down. I don't even know. The other thing, here's what you do. Ready? You open your phone. You click and hold on TikTok. You (laughs) drag it to the little delete icon and delete it from your goddamn phone. So Kate saw probably on Facebook or something, probably Reddit, one of the two, this old lady who would watch these TikTok cooking videos and either rip them to shreds Yep, or... If it's actually like a good thing, be like, oh, this is actually this this sounds delicious. This sounds good. This is great. This is a, mm-hmm. so it's it's either like heaping praise or tearing them apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, this lady does it on TikTok. So Kate installed the TikTok app, and she was actually like going through there, and she's just like, I I don't I don't get TikTok, and I'm like, I have never gotten TikTok. I I don't get it, nor. Do I even really want to get it? It I just, is spyware. Okay. Well, then I uh, will. I'm glad Kate, I do believe, got rid of it. So that's a good thing. Spyware. TikTok dances look like people are having spastic episodes. Yep. I just, a lot of this stuff is just cringe bait, is what I'm calling yep. it. It's, that's that's a good way of thinking about it. Like you, you're just watching it just to see how wrong this will turn out. It's like no, that's I don't I don't care. Very wrong. It's it's like there was oh, who was that one guy who would post like YouTube videos being like, oh look, I can use these candles to control my thing, or I can power my TV with you know double A batteries, where it's all just lies. Yes, and I'm just yeah. like no, that's. I hate the trolls on the internet, and I feel like TikTok is just full of trolls. Or the if you buy these two and like these two motors and a double A battery and some tape, you can tape them to your phone and have it float. Oh, did you, did you accidentally drop your phone in the water? Put it in the microwave for thirty seconds. Which, no. 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 Yeah, things like that. It's just like no, don't. Don't. I, 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 there's a YouTuber I watch who's her channel is like how to cook that, and she spends a lot of her time reviewing like the Blossom and Five Minute Craft videos. Any of the ones where they do like a recipe, she's like that doesn't work. Let's go try it. Because <laughs> like half of them involve like microwave for ten minutes. It's just like, if you are ever microwaving something for 10 minutes at full power, you are going to burn your house down. I'm trying to think the most I've microwaved something is some frozen soup. Mm-hmm. I microwaved that for eight minutes. At full power? I don't know. There is a soup reheat button on ah, my microwave. I'm willing to bet that your microwave did a staggered on and off. Oh, that's... I... I I could probably listen. I'm normally pretty good when I can hear the Magnetron kick on and off. Oh, yeah. I, I 100% can hear mine. Yeah. Um, which is all that the when you, when you set your microwave to like 50% or 30% power, all it does is it just says like, okay, 50% power, I'll turn on for five seconds, and then I'll turn off for five seconds. Then I'll turn on for five seconds, I'll turn off for five seconds. It's generally a little longer. It's probably like 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off. But, like, that's that's how it does the lower power. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, no, TikTok, I just, I don't get it, nor do I want to get it. I just, it's, it's spyware. It harvests your data. Tons of security firms have shown this. Well, that's probably, I think, I read somewhere that there was a lot of companies who were banning it on their phones. So the whole like idea. the federal government. That's, that's probably true. That and Huawei stuff as well. Yep. Yep. For very similar reasons, in fact. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Where where can I find the RI Podcast TikTok? You can't, nor will you ever. Nor should you. Stop it. Stop it and go do something else for a number of weeks. And then come back to us. Yeah. So on that note, um, I guess that's that's a wrap. That is a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.